Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Sakina. Now, Chris, let's start by taking a look at what's going on in China. Now, the trade surplus in November has hit a record. What uh, happened here? Well, basically, to put it in very uh, simple terms, we saw um, exports um, declining and imports uh, increasing. Your actual uh, figures for exports were 4.7% year-on-year and imports minus 6.7%, with a forecast was 8% for exports and 3.8% for imports. So the net effect is you had, as you said a moment ago, uh, a new trade surplus record of 54.5 billion rands, <laughs> rands dollars. <laughs> and um, so this is a bit concerning. Look, at it, and on the face of it, it looks very good. I mean, um, it's always very nice to have uh, record uh, uh, trade surpluses. But what it's showing you is that the, 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 the Chinese economy is slowing down further. And, um, you know, we, we've known for a while that the nature of the, the Chinese economy is changing away from being a, a primarily export-based economy and um, to something that more resembles a consumer-type uh, economy. So as a result, you know, your, um, the, 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 the import bill is... Um, is, is, is declining, and exports not necessarily increasing that much. So it's giving the Chinese authorities more and more sleepless nights because at the end of the day, it does impact on economic growth, and it means that um, their, their, their ability to try and uh, achieve or massage a figure for economic growth for the year of around about 7.2% becomes increasingly difficult. Mm. And interesting, uh, nonetheless, but we'll keep an eye on that, Chris. And then um, Japan uh, just read in that report there that uh, they are now technically in a recession. And uh, if you look at the two pieces of Japanese data that came out this morning, the Reuters tank and survey and the quarter three figures, neither of them made for good reading. Yeah, you said, as I said, the Reuters uh, tank and survey, survey came out this morning. Um, now, non-manufacturing in Japan actually looking quite good, whereas the manufacturing side, uh, the Tankan survey shows it down, being down three points, uh, but non-manufacturing being up five points. And um, look, again, it's saying that uh, you're seeing an improvement in the non-manufacturing side there. Um, but I don't know. It's, uh, that, that's another economy that's kind of changing its, uh, its flavor, you know, moving away from a predominantly um, uh, you know, an, an old-fashioned uh, manufacturing side of things. And it's, again, reflecting the, the demographics in China. You've got this aging population that is uh, wanting more and more in the way of services uh, types of things. Um, you're also seeing a, a quite a, lot, a big upsurge in exports to uh, America. That American economy is sucking in a, a lot of, of imports, and notably from Japan, you know, because they still produce very, very high-quality um, uh, goods. So... That coupled with the, as you mentioned earlier, the the the, the, the quarter and quarter, the disappointing figure there, minus 1.9%. Again, it's in recession. We don't believe that's going to persist for too much longer. I think we are going to see Japan pulling itself out of uh, recession and fairly quickly uh, getting back into a situation where we're looking at um, at figures of um, what uh, I think I think we're even looking for about four four percent. Uh, for 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 Q4, so mm. a pretty a pretty um, robust uh, improvement coming through in the fourth quarter. And I can't let you go before uh, picking your brain about what's going on with Eskom. I see they're having another media briefing later today. 
Yeah, it's, what, what they appear to be doing is the strategy, um, they've got a major problem. And look, I, I think I must start off by saying that uh, I think it, it's very laudable what they're doing in terms of making sure that you don't have a collapse of the system. We don't like it. None of us uh, in our right minds would like uh, power outages. But at the end of the day, what they're doing is preserving the system and making sure it doesn't collapse. However, I, certain um, concerns have been raised from the, the, the retail bodies saying, well, that's fine, guys, but as we go into the, the Christmas season, uh, we're getting uh, the strategy is favoring manufacturing and other businesses while it seems to be uh, against uh, retailers. So you're, you're keeping the, the manufacturers open during the week and then the weekend where the bulk of shopping is done. Um, it means that uh, people are, are restrained. We've got to remember here that um, uh, somewhere around 40% of total retail sales for the year um, are compressed into the Christmas uh, spending season. So if people don't go spending at this time of the year, yes, certain spending will come back. I'm thinking of clothing and appliances and stuff like that. But other consumption, if it's not spent today, it, it, it really doesn't come back. So this could be a major problem um, for not just for retailers but for the economy itself when we consider that something like 60% of the economy is based on consumer spending. So um, I think uh, look, as we go further into this month, I think the demand situation will taper off appreciably because we see factories closing down pretty much for a month. Um, it should give Eskom a fair amount of breathing space. But um, given the situation that was encountered this past weekend, we went into, into stage three, you know, that really was very, very bad indeed. Mm. Um, so I think we all wait with bated breath to see what the new CEO has to say about um, what's going to happen as we move into, into the rest of the month and what the remaining strategy is.